out the news, talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayo Day. Let me talk. No. Kayo I will. I will let you talk. Kayo Day. Kayo Day. I will let you talk if you let me talk. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. No, Sandra, I am Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, the El Rufai administration is ready to domesticate the Freedom of Information Act in Kaduna State. Under the Freedom of Information Act, any citizen or group can request information from any government agency as long as it's not state secret. Now, the FOI Act was passed as a national law long before El Rufai became governor in 2015. So it's interesting that he did not move to domesticate it until his last few months in office. Critics are accusing him of wanting to avoid uh, transparency for his own eight years, but that he wants transparency for whoever his successor will be. Well, we'll keep our eye on that story um, if it uh, matures. We'll bring you details. Thank you for tuning in today. You are among one million Lagosians. And hey, they cannot be wrong if they're listening to this show every, every day. I've got a great show for you. Let's start with the big three. Um, we'll talk about Rufai Oseni's uh, run-in with police over an alleged traffic violation. Uh, he's been having quite the day on Twitter. Uh, then let's talk about drama in the power sector. There's so much going on. We're going to try and pack all of that in our second story. And then for our final story, let's talk about ASU extending the strike. Chukudi will be here from 4 o'clock to bring you Community U Report. And on the big hard fact, let's talk about the road to 2023. You have Mwiki Atiku uh, still brewing, that feud there still brewing. Uh, Dati Ahmed is talking about security and education. We'll talk about all of that at um, 5 o'clock. Uh, from 6.15 after the news at six it's time for the step down and on the step down is a conversation that we started yesterday on the big three and my big question off of that conversation was why do we have so many instances of violence and murder within families over land why do we have so many instances of violence and murder within families over land. Today, 6.15, we'll continue that conversation. We're having that conversation because of a brutal story out of Anambra State of a man who killed his brother's wife, almost killed his brother too because of land. 6.15, don't miss that conversation. As usual, updates at the top of the every hour will come your way, but let's get started with the big three. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. These are your hard facts. This is the the big three on hard facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. How should traffic laws be enforced? 
How should traffic laws be enforced? What's the most chaotic part of the power sector right now? And why has Adamu Adamu not spoken to Asu? Those are the big three, Lagos. Let's talk. Rufai Oseni is uh, clashing with the police over a traffic stop. That's our first story. Oseni is uh, a news anchor on Arise TV. He was here on Nigeria Info for a while. And yesterday he tweeted about an encounter with police. He said, quote, A Nigerian police officer pointed a gun at me and forcefully took my keys and drove my car off because he wanted to enforce a traffic infraction. Someone just stepped in front of my camera. I don't know who that is. Why are you stepping in front of my camera? But anyways, uh, back to Rufai Useni who says, I think the police needs training and retraining. I offered to pay for the traffic infraction, but the police was hell-bent on forcefully collecting my keys and pointing a gun at me. I saw three other cars drive by the BRT lane and they were not stopped. I'm at sea. Why point a gun at me and forcefully collect my key? I am shocked. I am terribly hurt. Enforcement can be done via Remita or other platforms. It could be tidier. We need to use technology to help the police. End quote. When he tweeted that, lots of people replied with support. For he, uh, some of them started telling their own stories of being threatened at gunpoint for a traffic violation. Others talked about how sometimes it's not uh, clear that a road is one way or that they shouldn't pass. But others accused uh, Usani of breaking the law. Again, this poor woman has stood in front of my camera. Those who accused uh, Useni of breaking the law and trying to get away with it, uh, Rufai responded to them and said, I'm not a lawbreaker. I saw cars pass through the supposed BRT lane. They were not stopped. All of a sudden, I was stopped and I was told that I used the bus lane. If I didn't see other cars, I will not go through. Plus, I was conversant uh, with the road. In fact, after I was stopped there, three cars also passed and nothing was done about them. I will never deliberately break the law. I just want to point that out, end quote. It was at that point that Ben Hundei, the police PRO, joined in, in the conversation on Twitter. He tweeted, quote, Rufai, let's not do this. You admitted to me that you passed the BRT lane. It's against the law. Your claim that Google Maps took you there is not tenable. You disobeyed and resisted the officers. We're going to sanction the officers who misused firearms if proven, end quote. And Rufai took exception to that. Rufai replied, Ben Hundei, uh, a gun was pointed at me and my car was forcefully driven off. Now you're lying, Ben. If I resisted, how did they drive my car off? Why did you ask me to send my car details? All I want is justice. I noted there was an infraction. It's best you stop the lies. End quote. And then we heard from Goyega Kosile. Goyega Kosile is Governor Samuelu's chief press secretary. He went on Twitter as well to reply and said, Thank you, Rufai. While the police deal with the police officer in their own way, we would ensure that necessary action is taken against you for driving on BRT lane, as you have admitted to the police. You are a lawbreaker and you should face the necessary penalties. End quote. Now I should point out that in all his tweets... Rufai did not dispute violating the traffic rule. He said he did not realize. But 
He also said he was willing to pay the fine, meaning that he's claiming not to be disputing the offense or the fine. So when Boyega Akosile says you should face the necessary penalties, some negotiations on Twitter were not asking, was it necessary to say that at all? Some of them were questioning the wisdom of in involving the governor's office in a traffic dispute. So this is what went down on Twitter yesterday. Now let's get some things clear. Driving on the BRT lane is a traffic offense. It doesn't matter how many people also did it, whether they were caught or they were not caught. You drive on BRT lane, you've broken the law. At the same time, there is a common complaint that the police, LASMA and other officials will let some people do something and make it seem like it's fine and then start catching others in the same stream of traffic. So a question there is, do our traffic officials add to the confusion and the chaos by having different rules for different people? Next, Rufai said that he was willing to pay the fine on the spot. Now, under our systems here in Lagos, there is no mechanism for paying on the spot. You pay on the spot, that's a bribe. And that brings me to my next question. Do you think that cars should be impounded on the spot for offenses like this? Driving on a BRT lane. Are there other ways that an offense like that could be handled? So, for example, one time in Port Harcourt, I was in a car with somebody who broke the rules, right? Road safety officers seized his license. When he paid at the bank and brought his slip, they gave him back his license. Is that a better way than impounding someone's car at gunpoint, driving off with it? Because that's my next question. Is there any justification for police to be pointing guns at somebody during a traffic stop over BRT lane access? Lagos, talk to me. 0700-993-993-993. What happened to Rufai is something that happens to a lot of you. So I want to hear your stories as well. 01465-7190. That's uh, the number for our female listeners. 01465-7190. For our male listeners, 0700-993-993-993. We've got WhatsApp too. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. hello. Thanks for calling us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Justice from Suleri. Justice, what do you think about this situation? You know, I just the co bridge now. Okay. So there is a BRC lane. Mm -hmm. The line that is indicating the BRC lane mm. is almost wiped up. You can't even see it. Okay. So those police will be waiting for you. Okay. Even if you want to overtake a vehicle, maybe there is a, a big vehicle that is occupying the whole road mm. and there is space even if you overtake it and come back to the normal lane mm. they will say impound impound you and the first part is that they will they will insist on taking you to a bridge okay. yeah, can. okay they will take you there once they once they get there they will deflate your tire immediately without they, they, they don't need to tell you anything they will deflate your tire okay then sometimes they will write receipt of thirty thousand for you okay thirty thousand for you you are, you will now start negotiating. Uh, I bring so, so, I'm, can you bring two thousand or we take you to Alausa? 
you will think it's a joke. If you refuse to pay, mm. they will take it out and you end up paying 80000 My brother paid 80000 last two weeks. And he said it's because his car is Camry. You understand? So people that they bought Jeep, all these big Jeep, they paid 200 I was like, for a traffic offense. I know it's an offense, but it shouldn't be that amount. That is a fraud. You understand? Okay. And they will be threatening you. you, you you're a criminal. You're a beast. How can you enter? They will be threatening you. So they, they once caught me one day. I, I came out for my papa. You know, if you know, if you know, uh, what is it called? That Echo Bridge very well. Hmm. You know that once you come out for my papa, you are facing a dirty lane. You understand? Okay. So immediately I just came out. I was trying to, you know, there's traffic. I was trying to join the main lane. Okay. They said I, I followed you. I was telling them, I'm coming out for my papa. There's no way I can't jump now. You understand? I had to drive in and find a way to join the main lane. They took me back to Ijoranda Bridge. Mm-hmm. I ended up paying 10000 My God. Thank you very much for calling to share your experience. We've got uh, a message here that says, Ignorance is not an excuse. What is wrong is wrong. So if you see people beating traffic light, you join them. The approach deployed during arrest may be wrong, but was there an infraction? Can he or Seni try this in a developed country, uh, as we're quick to say in Nigeria? I'm disappointed that people are even arguing about this. It's not a matter of if he speaks the truth during interviews or not. The right thing must be done if Nigeria must be great. Ajayi from Ikorodu with that message there. All right, Olushoga. Uh, but that's the thing. Even Rufai himself hasn't said that he was right to do what he did. I don't think anyone has said that he was right. Everybody agrees that that was a traffic inf- inf- infraction. Um, the 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 pain point is the handling of the traffic infraction. We've got a message here from um, you didn't give your name, but you say I take the BRT lane regularly, but only when I'm giving a lift to a security personnel who is on official assignment. Whenever I am alone, I will never ply the BRT lane. Well, he did say he didn't know it was a BRT lane. That uh, Google Maps took him there. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3, hello. Hello, hi, Sandra. How are you? What's your name? My name is Shetty. How's oh. it going? I see it's going okay. Welcome. Yeah, so to the first question, I mean... When I see people taking variety, I don't grab it once. And I see them regularly. Because mm-hmm. I, I can't shout. Mm-hmm. So I don't say, oh, because they're taking it, I take it too. Mm-hmm. So the second part of your question, it was totally wrong handling. And I had a conversation with somebody today about the way legal state officials, because those are my first thing of contention people, mm-hmm. handle things. Mm-hmm. FRSC will give you a ticket. Now, I don't know why LASMA or the police or the... CBD guys in gray because there's so many won't give you a ticket. Make mm. it official. You know? If if FRC can have tickets, they'll take your uh, that, that's what it's illegal to so they'll take your license, you go pay, you come back, they give you a license back. It works for them. Mm. Why can't legal state do the same thing? Or the police do the same thing. Mm. Issue a ticket. Make mm. so so you're not just willingly randomly give me oh your offense is fifty K, mm. your offense is eighty K like mm. they do. Mm. You know, and just all over and I'm thinking to myself, don't the state governors wanna cut that loophole, make it official, mm. than just, you know, all these random... I don't know how difficult it is to really implement to something that like done. that. Right. I yeah. mean, but, but FRC shows us that it's implementable, so it, it's, it can't be that difficult, can it? Exactly. I mean, when you said, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, you have brought up the thing that just gets on my last nerves with these people. <laughs> and because it's like, it's like they, 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 they say they want to cut corruption, but this is where they're really making it breathe. Because mm. these guys just give you any price that comes to their head. 
and then you now negotiate down or something like that. Mm. I don't like getting any involved with anything that has to do with like the state officials. Mm. I don't mind if I just stopping me, but state officials, nah. <laughs> Shade, thanks for calling. If you just tuned in, uh, Rufai Useni, a journalist, uh, is clashing with the police over a traffic stop it happened yesterday a big blowout on twitter between rufai and the nigeria police here in lagos and then you had the governor's office waiting as well in the person of the chief press secretary to governor Sungo lubwega akosile and like i said when we started this conversation driving on brt lane is a traffic offense it doesn't matter how many people also did it at the same time you have a common complaint that these officials let some people do something, make it seem like um, it's fine to do it, and then start catching others in the same stream of traffic. So do they contribute to the chaos? Do they contribute to the confusion? Now, Rufai said he was willing to pay the fine on the spot. Under our systems in Lagos, I don't think they have a mechanism for doing that, for paying on the spot. Which brings me to the question of, should your car be impounded on the spot for driving on BRT Lane? Should there be another way? And is there any justification for police to point their guns at someone during a traffic stop over BRT Lane access? Obiyama is joining us from the U.S. Obiyama, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you, Sandra. Welcome. Go Me, ahead. Sandra, I want to contribute and tell you my experience about uh, traffic laws or uh, offense here. Okay. Last, last month, a policeman put me over, mm. said I was doing uh, 55 on a 45. Mm. He threw me a ticket. I have an option about $120 to pay. I have an option to plead guilty and pay the money. Mm. Or... I go to court to challenge it. Mm. I go to the court, right? Mm -hmm. I went to the court. The judge asked, why did you stop you? Are you speeding? I said, no, I'm not speeding. He said, why did he pull you over? Mm. I said, I don't know. I guess because I'm a black man driving in a white neighborhood. <laughs> you know, the, the, the policeman, mm. why did you pull him over? He said he was doing 55 on, on 45. Mm. He said, how do you know? He said, I, I was... Uh, where I parked, I saw him the way he drove past. Mm. He said, Did you get him on a speed radar? Mm -hmm. He said, No. Uh -uh. Did you get him on. Hello? Immediately, the judge dismissed the case mm -hmm. and asked the policeman to apologize to me. Mm. He did apologize to me, and that was it. Mm. So, it's not enough for you to push somebody over because uh, he committed traffic offense. You need to prove it. Mm. Why should last man please be persecutor and judge and jury at the same time. Hmm. Rufai should have opportunity to defend himself in court of law and there should be a man. Issue him ticket. Let him pay. Hmm. If he doesn't pay, then he can seize or suspend, suspend his license. Hmm. That is how things are done in sin world. Hmm. You don't just arbitrarily arrest people, took away his car for nothing said, for traffic offense. You know? So they, they need to do more, honestly. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, Obiyama is in Florida in the USA. Let me take a few messages from WhatsApp and then we'll take a break. When we come back, I'll tell you what's happening in the power sector. There's so much chaos happening there. Joy from Ajaz said, 
I waited for traffic light to turn green, and with no road marks or sign indicating that I can't stay on that side of the road to detour, Lasma took my car to their office in Penn Cinema, and the guys took me to the back of their office and asked for 50,000 naira without any bargain. Because I was going to travel with the car the next day, I had to pay. Joy, I'm really sorry that you experienced that. We've got Rufai, who, uh, we've got uh, Emmanuel from Lekki who says, Rufai is only paying the price of constantly requesting that our great ancestor make an appearance on his TV interview. Hence the comment by Mr. Kosile. <laughs> Emmanuel. All right. Uh, hi, Sandra. This happened to me in Ojota. Um, this day, there was a traf- there was traffic and over 30 Danfo buses were passing the BRT lane in front of both Lasma and police. But immediately, I joined with my private vehicle. Then police and Lasma jumped in front of my car. Clifford with that message there. Well, Clifford, if they were driving inside fire, you too, you would not have followed them and drove, uh, driven into inside fire. That's on the one side. On the other side, why do you have a situation where the security agents, the traffic managers, you know, let certain people break the law, but will stop others from breaking the law? That's why I was asking that very important question. Do they add to the chaos and the confusion? Because if it's one law across board, you take away that excuse of, of people saying, eh, but you allow these ones to pass. Why didn't you allow me pass? At that point, no one will have that excuse anymore because you're treating everyone equally. Is this something that can be reviewed or is this something that we're just going to have to live with as living in Lagos? We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll do a tour of all the chaos in the power sector right now. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. Second story is a tour of all the chaos in the part in the power sector um, right now. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. So first of all, the federal government could be suspending the meter distribution exercise. Phase one of the national mass metering program was supposed to start this month. Phase one um, uh, was supposed to have um, 40, no, sorry, actually 900,000 meters giving out for free. The CBN under the program uh, paid 47 billionaire to meter asset providers or MAPS. And uh, they were supposed to supply discos with almost 900,000 meters for free. But right now, the CBN is in court trying to get some of that money back. The CBN is accusing 150 meter asset providers of diverting the money. So they've taken the money, but they know one provided the meters. They know feats. Some of them allegedly lied about being able to produce or assemble the meters locally. So now the CBN wants their accounts frozen. And the lack of metering is a big problem. It's one of the big reasons why discos are losing revenue. It also forces them to use estimated billing, which is bad for you, the consumer. And speaking of consumers, Echo Disco is tired of some of you beating up their staff. Dr. Tinoade Sander is the EKEDCMD, and she has asked the police to please give special protection and support to her staff who interface with the public and uh, give special support to the company's installations and equipment as well across the state. Apparently, there have been lots of attacks both on persons and property. 
and EKEDC is not the is not even one of the discos in financial distress. But those discos in financial distress are saying that the federal government should back off and not try to take them over. First of all, they're blaming the government for the crisis. They say that government has failed over and over to make promised subsidy payments. They're saying that government owes them 100 billion naira in promised subsidies. And that if that money is paid, they won't be in distress anymore. And they'll be able to settle the banks that they're owing money. They also say that past governments hid the truth about the state of power companies before selling them to the private investors. So they say that they've ended up needing to spend way more than they expected to run the discos because government was economical with the truth. And because of that, they want the government to back off. They want the government to be more supportive of them now instead of being so quick to restructure the discos or approve the sale of the discos to new investors. So those are the big issues in the bar sector right now. Which one do you want to talk about? I want to know your thoughts. 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. You can also talk to me about our first story. Traffic stops. Is there a better way to handle them in Lagos? Is there a better way to handle them in Lagos? We've got WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, What's your name? Yes, I'm hearing you. What's yeah, your name? I'm Ahibe Professor. Welcome, Ahibe. Yeah, one day that you can see the administrative system of Nigeria, hmm. from the grassroots to the highest level, okay. that they have no regard as regards to wearing that uniform to, to the civilian. Hmm. And that they don't even have the rules and regulations of here. Because I, I, I took a, I called a vehicle from Sango, from Abekuta. Okay. A police, a man followed the uh, keeper vehicle to drop granite. Okay. And they have already paid him. Hmm. So that other police people will not be stopping them from bus stop to bus stop. Okay. Until they arrive to where I am. Okay. Then he was still begging me for money. I said, but you were paid mm. in order to enhance the movement on the road. Mm. He said, um, hello? Yes, I'm hearing you, huh? Uh, that my own is different. I said, why is it different? He said, I said, um, uh, madam, you are so beautiful. I would like to marry you. I said, I'm a ah, grandmother. Ah. Not you, uh, you know. <laughs> so he said, it doesn't mean. You can see the level of the toleration of morality, mm. which leads to begging of money. What do they do with this money? They go to bar. It where, 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 where they're supposed to eat, so, uh, somebody earning maybe 100,000, asking for a plate of food of 5,000 as they go. So all these kind of, uh, I don't know how they will arrest it. And they don't, don't they're supposed to have a fixed amount. Flying on the outside uh, uh, lane mm -hmm. is maybe 5,000 instant. They mm. should carry the receipt. Mm. They should have a leaflet they give to the person mm. or a booklet mm. that have their own number uh, where they will pay the money to the bank. Mm. And whereby they did not see the person pay the money to the bank, he mm. can be arrested through the number of the phone that he has given them. Mm. It's, not, it's, not, it's not good collecting raw cards on the road by the police. This is their re the reason why they enter police. Alright, thank you very much for calling us Mr. Saigbe. 99.3, hello. Hi. Hi, T.A. Welcome. Hi, Sandra. Well, long time. Yes, yeah, a long time. Uh, I really want to talk about this Rufai issue. I've been following the 
issue on Twitter, mm-hmm. and all I can conclude is that Nigerians, Nigerians are so used to misnomer. We are so used to abnormalities. Okay. I see a lot of people condemning Rufai, saying this and that. Of course, Rufai has his own part of this. But it happens when you drive. I drive here. There are what we call tramlings here that you don't have to drive in mm-hmm. Europe here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you drive tramlings. And what the police does is that if they see you, first of all, they ask you. They check if you are drunk. <laughs> if you are not drunk, they will yes, they'll check your breath as if you are drunk. Mm. If you are not drunk, they will ask you, did you know the road or you don't know the road? Mm. If you And these are very civil questions. Mm-hmm. Respect. And so you will be laughing with them as you are talking. You will be laughing, mm. you know. And they will be laughing with you. And if it's worthy of fine, they will mm. write a fine for you. Mm. And you will still be away. All you need to do is just go and pay the fine mm. to the to the account number that they give you. Mm. Nobody's going to impound your Nobody's going to... Uh, if, you, if you want to appeal, you can go to court and say, I'm not going to pay the fine. Mm-hmm. You appeal the case. And mm-hmm. if you think, then the police will not will give you back your any um, your money, mm-hmm. even if you have paid. Right. So all these things. Right. What is happening? Lagos in Nigeria, they are misnomer. Of course, I saw the video where they were saying that um, Rufai was calling the police officer bastard. Of course, you don't have the right to call the police officer bastard. But even oh, even there, uh, here, there's the a police... video. I haven't seen the video. Yeah, there is a video on cable news. Cable oh. news where he was calling the police guy. Um, he, he mentioned yes. the word bastard anyway. Okay. But, but then probably it, it was because of the way the guy approached him. Mm. If a police are yeah, they approach you respectfully. Mm. You, you know, mm. they give you that respect to the citizen, not just talking to you anyhow, um, banging your your car anyhow, mm. um, eating you anyhow. They can't because if they do it, then they are liable and they will have to pay you for for damage and all these things. Mm. So I Nigerians are so used to abnormality that we don't know. Uh, in fact, I think many Nigerians mm. we need a psychological check. All right, because- TA, thank you very much for calling. We've got Sunday on the line. Hi, Sunday. Yeah, good afternoon, Sunday. Good afternoon, Sunday. Yeah, my name is Sunday Joseph. Yes, welcome. You see, the topic of a uh, last man on the BRC lane, mm. there won't be too much. Okay. I believe government should put the fight down because last man will jump into a bus. They, they do arrest commercial bus. Okay. I'm a commercial bus driver. Okay. Yeah, we do apply BRC lane. It's true. Okay. The way we go, we go like maybe two or three. Okay. But we still have four, we dodge. How about when we see the dog? You see, come and arrest us. I will pay the fine. Uh, that to say, uh, uh, they do pass a commercial bus. Mm. They do not. Arrest, that one is lie. Mm. Except the commercial bus carry a last man officer mm. or policeman or last, uh, a military man. Mm. That's only where they will leave it pass. Mm. Really. Mm. But after that, they do arrest us. I will pay heavily. So after we get thirty thousand, we we'll pay to last man on mm. just two. How much is the refund? When the Lagos State put a fine, that I think the fine is five thousand naira. Okay, that's the fine. And, but when last I owe you, you hear fifty thousand, hear hundred thousand naira on the spot. They'll tell you to do transfer for them on spot mm. at the Cobridge. That's where I run. Mm. They do do it always. Okay. So that's my complaint. Please. All right, Lagos Sunday. State. Thank you very much for calling. But that's the thing, Sunday. You're not supposed to break traffic laws. I, I'm hoping that that is clear. You're not supposed to break traffic laws. When you do break traffic laws, police is supposed to come and meet you and say, Madam, sir, you don't break traffic laws. The conversation we're having right now is how should that coming to meet you go? What should that conversation sound like? What should that interaction be like? We've got Alex on the line. Hi, Alex. 
Hi, Sandra. How are you doing today? I'm very well. Good afternoon. Um, yeah. So, you see, it's okay that anybody who who breaks the law mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pays for it okay. according to the law. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like I always say, you know, I always go back to the issue of using data and scientific met- met means. Right. Yeah, nobody needs to jump at somebody and, and, and confiscate the person's vehicle or, the, you know, um, personal effects right. in traffic. Right. It's, it's, it's easy for this government, okay, to apply um, um, cameras that will prove that somebody has just broken the law hmm. in case of providing evidence, right? Right. But how about resorting to the person's registered information with the government. Mm. You have my phone number, you have my name, you have my address. Even a simple SMS can com- can tell me that I have just broken the law somewhere and I'm owing legal state government 20,000 naira. <laughs> if I don't pay it within two so so day, mm-hmm. there will be trouble for me according to the law. Okay. Maybe declare the person wanted or whatever. Okay. You understand. Okay. You don't even have to have physical contact with this person. Okay. If we use our information properly, using Lagos, Lagos refused to develop. Lagos is like a paradise of gangsters. It's deliberately like that because it functions for the high and the mighty like that. The last thing I want to say is the government assistant, Akoshle, who put out that, you see how low that our, our, our administrative, that is at the highest level, our administrative um I, I, I don't know what to call it, has, de- has de- degenerated to the point that the, the, the governor's assistant is, is doing a tour to a citizen. Isn't it a shame? <laughs> Alex, thanks for calling. We've got uh, Kaede Samuel who says, Sandra, when beggars die, uh, when beggars die, is comet not seen? Okay. Uh, Rufayo said he confessed to the offense, so he's guilty. The point of arrest is not the point of payment. After all, the offense and offender has not been tried in a competent court. And there's no mobile court. That amounts to bribe the police. Can Oseni prove that the policeman pointed a gun at him for the traffic offense? All right. Thank you very much for your message. Yemi Adewoye says, Honestly, President Sandra, if Lagos State Government does not descend heavily on traffic offenders, you and I may be finding it difficult to get to our destination. Knowing how densely populated Lagos is uh, and how stubborn Lagos road users are. All right. Solomon Alarikbo says, No, Rufai did not use the word stupid on the police. He only said nonsense. Okay. I've not seen this video that you are talking about. So if I see it, I will be able to uh, say for myself. Um, Kenneth from Shasha says, Some of the BRT lane lines are wiped off in some places, and it makes it difficult to differentiate between the lane and other lanes. Lagos State Government should make it easy for us to differentiate. Bioye from Yaba says, I agree with Shade and the man from Florida. Issue a ticket and stop wasting people's time. The gun pointing was not necessary. That's abuse of power. The governor's rep has too much time on his hands. What is his business with traffic offense? Does he respond to his primary duties promptly like this? I smell a personal vendetta. Bioye from Yaba with that message there. Tunde says, just like the VIO do not stop those dilapidated vehicles on our roads for obvious reasons, the Lasma guys do the same. It shows you that Lagos has turned to different laws for private car owners, different laws for you-know-who. We all know why. 
actually, I don't know why you. We've got Samuel who says, Sandra, the task force or last more officials don't and cannot enforce the BRT law when it comes to NURT guys driving on it. They, the police and LASMA, hail them and let them go. Okay. Here's a message that says, the fine you pay to Lamata for driving on BRT is 70K. That's Kingsley from Suruleri with that message there. Payment of fine through transfer without receipt is pure fraud. These officers should, de should desist from this. Okay. We've got Dev, Dev J on That's the line. Dev J. Payment of fine through transfer without Where are you joining us from, De uh, Dev? I'm calling. I'm currently calling from Austria, Graz. Welcome. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So this issue about um, traffic-related offenses. This hmm. is. I don't know why Nigerian cannot just copy from the West. It's so simple. Okay. So two weeks ago, I was doing a 45 in a zone 30. Okay. So zone 30 are usually around where you have schools or high pedestrian populations. So when I was caught by the police. I was given a $500, sorry, 500 euros ticket. Mm. And they said, if you can pay within one week, you pay half the amount. And um, um, three points was deducted. So uh, I don't know why we can't do the same. And there are issues where, or there are situations where camera um, gets you. And before you get home, you get this ticket waiting for you in your mailbox. Your so wow. I do, yeah, in your house already in less than four hours. That's right. So I don't know why we can implement such um such mechanisms and we make it um in a, in a way where um, people have to start fighting policemen on the road mm. even if you go to other countries and you do that they give a ticket and they, they look for a way to pay of course they can track you because it's within the european union so mm -hmm. it's very easy for them to track you mm -hmm. you would have to pay and it depends so because here we have 17 points. Mm -hmm. So with each traffic offense you commit, mm -hmm. they deduct some amount of points. Mm -hmm. It depends on the kind of traffic offense you commit. Sometimes the police can allow you to go. Mm -hmm. But if after 17 points, if after 17 points, you, your license gets taken away and you have to go start again learning how to drive from square one. <laughs> so I don't know why we can't implement such measures and then make it easy. And these traffic offense are really expensive. Imagine mm -hmm. paying 500 euros for mm -hmm. just over speed. Ooh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, a lot yes. of money. Woo. All right, Dev, thank you very much for calling us from Austria today. All right, our final story on the big three, and you can talk about uh, about all three uh, with me when you call us, is ASU extending the strike for four weeks. Two weeks ago, President Buhari got involved in this dispute, and uh, he had a long meeting with the ministers of education and labor. He told them he needed a resolution ASAP. Uh, that was when Adamu Adamu, uh, the education minister, promised that um, he could end the logjam in two weeks if the labor minister steps back from it. Uh, two weeks ago, that was two weeks ago. Today, Asu is saying that they've not heard from Adamu Adamu in those two weeks. And now they're back on strike. Well, they're staying on the strike. They've extended the strike by four weeks. It's really looking like there's no end in sight to this problem. Adamu Adamu is talking. He says that uh, he and the president are working hard behind the scenes to end the strike. But if the union says they've not heard from him, what work could he be doing behind the scenes? Are there different scenes? I beg Lagos. How can I see this matter? I love the question that Sheriff was asking this morning on the lead. Uh, you should listen to Sheriff, by the way. It starts every 5 a.m. Um, you know, he was asking for the students who, are, who have been at home for over six months and who will be at home for four more weeks. 
what have you been doing with that time? You know, if you're a lecturer, what have you been doing with your time? If you are running a, a, a postgraduate uh, program, what have you been doing with that time? If you sell in school environments, you have a business in, that caters to students who live in school, what have you been doing in that time? Have you been doing anything or have you just been waiting? You know what I hate about ASU Strike? And I know from being a, a product of Nigerian education that it's the unpredictability of it. Like you don't even know when the strike will be called off. So you can't even exactly do anything per se. So you can't even say, oh, let me go and get a job because you fit get that work today, tomorrow. They don't tell you, they don't call off strike. You know, um, you can't. Well, these days they're luckier than we were back in the day. These days you can start a business and say, oh, let me be doing the business on Instagram. At least while you're in school, you can be running the business on Instagram or whatever. There's lots of logistics organizations now. So you can ship if it's a buying and selling type of business. Um, then for those who are tech inclined, you can say, oh, let me learn a skill online. Maybe UI, UX design, maybe programming, maybe product management, maybe product marketing. You can get all these courses from like Coursera or these other websites and those ones you can learn online whether they've called off strike or whether they've not you know but there are some other things that you can only do if you are in the office you know so you say you get a job as a fuel pump attendant for instance while you're waiting for us to call off strike or you get a, a, a job as a as a supermarket attendant or as a as a, a floor salesperson you know there's so much unpredictability like you can't really plan your life that's what I hated about the strikes back when um, I was in the university. But really, what have you done with your time? Have you been able to do anything? I'm not even going to judge you if you haven't been able to do anything because, yo, this thing is stressful. The one thing I never did was go home, though. <laughs> During strike, I'll stay in the school. I do want to go back home to my father's house. 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. Hello, thanks for calling us. Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? My name is Dambaba. I'm calling you from mainland. Welcome, Dambaba. Thank you. You see, I've watched video of Rufai engaging these police officers. And then something he said, I knew read read out that they need to be retrained. Madam Sandra, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever engaged... um, an argument with uh, a stark military, an unarmed military, also armed military. I don't know if you understand what I mean. Okay. You see, when the average Nigerian law enforcement agency speaks to you on the road, especially police, you can, you know, identify the, their level of illiteracy, that they don't know jack. To be honest with you. You know, Rufai said in that video that I will call the governor. Do you know what happened there? There is a possibility that these guys have told him that if you like, call the governor. Hmm. That is what they will tell you. I don't know why when they arrest you for any offense, they will tell you that call the governor or call IEG. In a way, do I need to call anybody before you punish me or you release me? Then secondly, a few days ago I was somewhere there's an issue between a mobile police and a custom officer. My sister, before three seconds, they've stabbed the mobile police officer. This is then they know the, all the law enforcement agencies, mm. not that outsider. Imagine what will happen when he involves a civilian. Mm. I don't have issue with them 
enforcing the law. Mm -hmm. But they are pros. So that they don't know what you are going through, they will just bang into your car and harass you, make good fear in your body, tell you all sorts of things. Like the other government say, they don't mind to call you a criminal. Intimidate you to the court. And when they took your vehicle, the funny part is that they will not tell you where they are taking your vehicle to. You'll be running from point A to point B. Until you find your vehicle, I see if Arnold has matched your vehicle. It is highly unprofessional. And the government, the government know about it. People are talking about tickets. They're not going to do that one, no. Because <laughs> this thing is business. All right. Thank you, Dambaba, for calling. We've got messages on social media. Let me take some of them. Uh, Alfred Temitok, where Peter Senior says, Rufai broke the traffic law of Lagos. He should face the penalty. Feigning ignorance of the road, blaming Google Maps, resorting to name-calling is childish, very pedestrian. He should practice what he preaches on his show. Oh, someone has tagged me to that video now on Twitter. Thank you very much, Olua Shegunga Debisi, for sharing the video with me. I'll have a look. Um... This message from Gifted One on Twitter says, Sandra, good afternoon. Rufai was wrong, but I think the handling of the traffic infraction was way overboard. And this might be a witch hunt because of how he handles political bigwigs on his show. Okay. Um, hmm. Let me go to WhatsApp. So many messages there. Felicia from Festac says, Sandra, why is it that nobody has said anything about the power sector issues and central bank? Is it that the law enforcement agent's lawlessness is more depressing and saddening? <laughs> Felicia, thank you very much for your message. Uh, we've got uh, Ocho Mike who says, Sandra, he broke the traffic law, so he should face the outcome. I'm not in support of that traffic offender. Hmm. He has a message that says, uh, ASU strike is just another loophole where the Nigeria labor and ASU get funds that are judiciously used for its purposes. They collect these funds, pretend to be carrying out projects, yet nothing new is added to the educational system. It's just a way to say, government, oh yeah, will give us our own share of the cookie jar. <laughs> and, and that's the norms. The government has no task force to look into these things and be sure that things are done as they're supposed to be done and funds are used uh, for what they are meant for. That's a message from Alex in Okota. Alex also says, concerning the refine and traffic issue with police, Nigerian police have uh, no right whatsoever to draw out weapon for just a civil offense when it's not riot or some sort of war. Rufai has the right to fight his case in court. He should take them to court. These other officers plying the BRT lane, are they bigger than the law? These are issues we need to deal with. They are, there are ways to comb this with the issue of cameras and other basic information about who you think breaks the law. Nigeria is so used to abnormal way of doing things. It's so unfair. Alex from Okota with that message. Let's come back to the phone lines 99.3 hello hello sandra good afternoon good afternoon sir what's your name my name is robert hi robert welcome sorry it's like i overheard you when you said uh, a cool uh this i mean this uh, power people are complaining that they are being beaten they need protection something yes like they need protection from the police they're being beaten up by you people <laughs> sandra it's not funny you, you should stop it's funny them. honestly you see those people uh, I honestly, they will continue to beat them. You know why? Don't beat them. I'm not the one. I am not the one. Okay. They will continue to receive beating because, especially from those that are not using a uh, prepaid. Mm -hmm. Okay. For example, now those meters that are not prepaid. Okay. You, they know that there's no way you can read them. They will bring estimated uh, 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 billings. Okay. And imagine somebody that you are not reading his meter, you are giving him a bill of about hundred or something thousand naira to pay. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. As I speak to you now, some mm. of my friends mm -hmm. that have, have applied for prepaid meter for many months, they didn't get it. They are using that old meter. They, they, they say, okay, they are not using light again mm -hmm. because of the price. You see, okay, if the national grid collapse, mm. everybody will read it on, 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 on newspaper or you hear it on radio. Mm -hmm. At the end of the month, they know that that, that thing collapse, collapse and people are not getting like They will not bring B, big B for you to pay. Mm -hmm. And if you don't pay, they will carry their ladder and want to bring that your, 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 your wire. Tell me how they will not be beating. Eh? I mean, they should be reasonable now. I don't support it, too, but I, I know if they continue like that, they will receive beating. <laughs> Please stop beating Nepal officials. It's not even funny. It's a crime. It's assault. You could go to jail for doing it. You can't. There's no excuse that you will give that will be good enough. No, they beat Nepal people. 99.3, hello. 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 Thanks for calling. What's your name? Joy calling. Joy, welcome. Mm -hmm. Who is committing offense now? Is it we, the citizen that is overpaying NEPA, or the NEPA committing offense? And Madam Sandra, I'm, I'm the money they collect from us is too much now, and we are not seeing that light. Mm. So they are the one carrying police again up and down. Please oppress us now. Then again, back to five. Nobody is supporting Rofai mm. of breaking the traffic law. Right. But the way they do things is wrong. Let their disease for me. They travel out, they see all those things, they will not apply it. Thank you. All right, Joy. Thank you very much for calling. I love how she says, this is Joy. <laughs> uh, Innocent from Oshodi says, Sandra, please, what's happening in Lagos today? I don't know. What do you mean? I'm in the studio. You're out there. You tell me. Uh, Femi, Femi says, you need to see the number of armed men on a co-bridge, all in the name of BRT monitoring. The involvement of Akoshile is vendetta. Okay. Um, someone is asking me to talk about uh, the sale of Polaris Bank on Balogun and Broad. Okay, well, I'm glad you like Balogun and Broad, but Balogun and Broad is on Wednesday. Today is Route to 2023. Here's a message from Tony Anele who says, Nigeria's government is wicked and callous to both students and their parents. I can't count how many times I've squeezed myself to plan within limited resources in anticipation for my children going back to school, which were all thwarted by government's uncompromising stance. He who wears the shoe knows where it pinches. Government is careless about what we, the parents and children uh, of the undergraduates, are passing through, Tony. I can only imagine. I'm really sorry you're going through that. But Batunde Samuel from Sulere says, BRT Lane is not a trap. Uh, uh, BRT Lane is a trap, not because it's against the law, but because Danfo will conveniently pass through. If you no control yourself, you could be tempted. Don't be tempted, though, because the last four officials and policemen are looking for big cars to apply the laws on, not the damn fools. But we just heard from a bus driver who says, did they catch them? Who said they catch them? Where, where? Here's a message that says... Um, Sandra, the means of which the Lagos State government handles the enforcement of law is very wrong. And they know that there are better ways to do it. But they've decided to leave it in the hand of area boys, which is very wrong uh, for them. There's no justification for police to do what they did. Police is only after extortion and nothing more. Martins says, yes, they do add to the confusion. All right, Martins. Thank you so much for joining the conversation. Thank you to everyone who's joined the conversation today. I will bring you the business news when the business news 
news is over, uh, Chikudezugu will be here to bring you Community You Report. At 5 o'clock, let's talk about the feud between Wiki and Atiku. Let's talk about the PDP's moves to mend their fences. Let's talk about Obi Dati. Dati gave an interview on, on Channels TV that has everybody talking. We'll talk about that so much more at 5 o'clock. Don't go away.